Hey, hey, Country 104. Dream Oh, you know what? You could just keep hanging up and dialing back again if you're going to do that kind of intro. I love it. <laughs> How the heck have you been, man? I've been good. I've been busy. Yeah, how you been? I've been about the same, trying my best to keep busy in the new world and the way things are, but, you know, starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel and just enjoying what's left of summer at this point. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Same here on the West Coast. It's like uh, we've had mid-20s, which is nice, but we had those 40-degree, 40-plus degree weather. It was nuts. Yeah, no kidding. It's been absolutely wild around here lately for the heat. Finally broke this past week as well. Wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah. How's your summer been? I know it kind of started tough. You had some sad news around your family. I also saw you were at Nashville North. I feel like your summer's been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of a lot of everything, to be honest with you. There was, yeah, there's a lot of craziness. Obviously, uh, the passing of my, my nephew, Kalen, which was a very big shock to the family. But um, <clears throat> nonetheless, uh, his legacy lives on, and, and he would tell, tell us to keep living, you know, and, and that's what we're doing. And it's been a crazy summer, actually busier than I thought it would be given the pandemic. I mean, you never know when anything's going to come back. And, and here we are, uh, we've done a bunch of shows and still a few shows left, uh, coming up for the rest of the summer. And then it's looking like the fall is going to be pretty decent by the, uh, by, by all assumptions. So can't wait. And obviously, uh, you know, I'm still rolling. I'm not, I'm not stopping. And no matter how old I get, <laughs> I swear I'll be 90 years old singing, hold my tank. Yeah, you know, you you can't see me, but when you said, uh, you know, you kind of gave like, hey, fall's looking good, too, I actually crossed my fingers. Like, okay, please hold, please hold, please hold. <laughs> please, 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 please. Yeah. Hey, how was Nashville North, though? I got to live vicariously through you. I haven't been to a show that large yet. I've just been doing backyard shows and stuff out here in Ontario. Oh. Man, it was crazy. It was it was shocking. You know, like after not seeing crowds up close, we did drive-in shows and we did some shows where there people were socially distanced at tables and sitting further back. And it was acoustic setting. This was full band with full crowd in front of us, and everybody was either double vaxxed or um, rapid testing was done right before they they entered into Nashville North. And Nashville North, for anybody who's been to the Calgary Stampede, is always insane. And it really felt like it was the same sort of thing. We had about four thousand people or so 4200 people Whew. and uh crazy fans that were really ready to get back into it and 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 uh it just felt like we were kind of back to quote unquote normal yeah no kidding you know what's cool though like those fans from the videos i've seen they were rowdy they were ready to sing and then you mm-hmm. come in as the perfect artist because man you got the hooks and and some of your choruses like hold my beer you've got so many good choruses that people can just sing along to so i feel like you're the perfect artist for those people who are hungry to sing man well, thanks for saying that, and I, I'm, I'm glad you think that, and I hope everybody else does think that, because that's what we do with our show, and we didn't seem to miss a beat. You know, the entire band hadn't really done a lot of shows together uh, in, in quite a while, obviously, given what was going on, but uh, uh, you know what? We got back out there, and we started with the bang and ended with a huge boom, and, and that's that's the way our show is. Plus, there's new songs to play, and there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of um, older songs that still have that need to sing along sort of thing going on. And, and when you, you know, sing and light it up or let's get rowdy or, or, uh, you know, those anthems that I'd like to say, I can take a lot of pride in. Yeah. And then you end off with, uh, hold my beer and everybody was just, it was electric. It was, I vibrated off the stage, you know, I was so, so excited from it. I'm happy to hear that. That's great for you, man. Did you take, uh, I was wondering, did you take the new one out for a test drive? Did you take out the new single, not enough you? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're playing it live now. Um, we started playing it. Uh, I think that was the first night we actually ever played it uh, with the full band. And uh, I was kind of nervous about it. I'm like, I don't know how people are going to take this. Uh, but they were just excited, first of all, to see the live performance. Secondly, hear songs that they're familiar with. But also when they heard the new song, they're like, that is totally a used song. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we've taken it around for uh, several spins now. And it's always amazing to play. First time I heard it, I thought the same thing. This is a great Aaron song because, again, you've got the anthemic chorus. So I've got to ask you, okay, what is the secret to making all these amazing Aaron Prochette choruses? What are you doing that's so much different and better than everybody else? Well, you know what? Some great friends of mine from down in Nashville uh, wrote this song, and when it was brought to me, I was like, I dig it. I dig this song. And, and there was something about it that... You know, it, it connected with me as my brand and, you know, quote unquote brand, the industry standard. Um, but it really was. I was like, OK, this song sounds really cool. And I brought it to Scott Cook, my my producer. And he said, yeah, man, this is right up both of our alleys. So let's do it and let's rip this thing apart. And uh, that's what we're hoping that we did. And, and <clears throat> when I when I listen to songs, if I haven't written them myself, uh, when I'm listening to demos, I'm looking for that little thing that that is, uh, you know, recognizable for me, for my audience, and then something that everybody's going to be able to sing along to and at live shows and when listening to it and cranking it up on the radio. Did you get this one as a demo? Like, was there an audio version when it was presented to you? Yes, yeah, it was a full demo that was done, and uh, I was like, this is really cool. It's got a cool vibe to it. And uh, again, when I talked to Scott, uh, Scotty Chops, my producer. I know him. He's like, yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to AP this right up and, and make it so that people are, are grooving along to it and they can't help but sing along to it. And it really does have that earworm effect, right? Yeah, it does. No, what is, so what is APing it up with Scotty Chops? Like, how, how much different was the demo version to what we're hearing on the radio now? Um, I would say that it was just a little lighter. Okay, know? yeah. Ours has got a little little more heaviness to it. That uh, At first, when I first heard the recording that we did, I was like, okay, is this, is this going to be too much? I don't know. I hope not. Um, and then listening to the final mix of it was like, no, this is perfect. This is exactly what we were aiming for. And Scott put a little more drive into it and, uh, and had the song flow a little more. In the actual demo, when it goes into, I'll be honest with you, too, the lyrics, the first lyrics of that, um, where I say, where if I can't burn enough fuel, sky can't have enough blue. The first lyrics were, where drunk can't drink enough booze. And I'm like, I'm not really comfortable singing that verse. But all that part of it, those three um, three lines in specific, were a little lighter on the demo. I'm like, no, we got to punch these more. Yeah. And Scott did. Scott punched them right up and uh, punched me right in the face with them. Have you had to change <laughs> lyrical content a lot with songs you've been presented? Every now and then, yeah, yeah, sometimes you go, you know, the one lyric that I really wanted to change, and Scott was adamant, said, no, we cannot change this, uh, it's got to stay in, was the line in Dirt Road Enum where it said, uh, pass the fried chicken. And I'm like, oh, I hate that line. He goes, no, we got to keep it in. It's it's so country. It is you. And it is what this song is all about. It kind of typifies the whole song. I was like, okay, well, you know, it might be the downfall of the song. But he was right. And we kept it in. <laughs> That's a familiar but like, line. But now, 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 next time I see you live, I'm going to be looking really closely to see if you cringe when you say it. <laughs> well, if you come to my show and you're bringing a big 
bowl of chicken. <laughs> I know you're trying to rub it in. <laughs> you just look on the side stage, and there I am with KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Chopping away. Oh, no. I'm Well, I'm happy you guys punched it up because it, it is you. And I also find nowadays there's a huge segment of, of fans that love the pop country sound. But there's also this segment of fans that love a little driving guitar and more of a traditional sound. And I think you did a very good job of bridging a lot of things with this one. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think that's that's a testament to what Scott Scotty Chops does. He he manages to take a song and really mold it into not only something that he thinks that everybody's going to love hearing from no matter what artist it is, but especially you know putting it towards my brand and my you know my sound that I've had over the years. And I think he really did that. And and it it's, it really I've noticed it live where I go and do I play live shows and I'm, I'm you know when that guitar kicks in like that man it, it's just like that's exactly what you want to hear from me when you come to see a live show yeah absolutely so is this like the tip of the iceberg or are you going singles just straight singles from here on out no no we're going to be recording a bunch more and uh coming out with an ep probably spring sometime around springish and uh yeah we've uh we've been collecting a bunch of tunes i've been trying to write as much as possible got a nashville trip planned coming up for probably november and get a bunch of writing in and see if i can't write a bunch of hits and uh and then uh still listening to demos so any any you know any writers out there who uh want uh to pitch a song to me, feel free. <laughs> wow. I kind of thought you might have your hands full mentoring and stuff. Like you've got your son cross parallel. Those guys are doing their thing. I kind of figured you'd yep. be in the mentor role right now, not necessarily taking more on. No, you know what? I, I think, I think I can do a lot of different things. For some reason, I managed to uh, multitask when it comes to the music industry. Ask me to do anything else though. I can't help you out there, but my son, uh, Jordan and his, uh, his fiance, Danielle Marie King are uh, a, duo called cross parallel and and they've got uh, their music on that they've been releasing over the last well about a year or so and still got more coming down the pipe uh but yeah mentoring for him is like well he's 31 now right so he's 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 getting up there he's been in the industry quite a while and man, you and just made me feel so it. old your son's 31 now man yeah i know i mean well i had him when i was eight so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the anyway. last time I the last time I saw you both together was either here in the yeah. studio or uh, at the CCMAs a couple years ago when you got me and the boy into one of those after parties. Actually, speaking of which, you just told me you were going to Nashville in November. Can you push that back? Because CCMAs are here in my hometown, London, in November, and, and I need you to get into the parties if there are any. We've already planned that. We've already made. Uh, we've already made the uh, the plans to be at the CCMAs and Nashville. So oh, that's good news. November. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, you need an end to the party. You just, uh, just, hey, man, uh, I'm your guy. You're not even lying. You did it for me once, and I'm going to count on you again because I, I got no clout around here, even in my home city. <laughs> <laughs> in your own city. I'm sure I'll be asking you for tickets to the parties. Sure. Well, let's just hope there's parties to have in, have in November. We're a student city, and they're moving back in today. So <laughs> oh, as long as everybody plays nice and, and Doug Ford don't shut me down, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. This world is just so crazy right now, but I tell you, we've learned to adapt. I have to admit, a lot of us have learned to adapt really well. But, uh, and, and, and now it's, it's a matter of time for us to just get back to the normal and, uh, and you know, do our thing and, and go to these parties. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, man. Take what we learned and add it to what we did and just make it all better. That's what it's all about. Absolutely, man. Thanks for the interview. And uh, don't forget that when you're listening to uh, radio, you better be listening to Dreamweaver. <laughs> <laughs> you are the man. I appreciate your time today, brother. No problem, buddy. Good, good to talk to you.